Hello and good afternoon. Russell of Hotels going live for that show. You know, that live hospitality talk show they call On Air with Russell of Hotels. Today is 1 o'clock. I mean, today is <laughs> today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. It's 1 o'clock, right? That's the time, right? So hope you guys are doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, it's October. Can you believe it's October already? Uh, you know what? I can't either. So Hold on one second while I make sure that I am connected. I should be live on LinkedIn, live on YouTube. Uh, I will turn on the chat for you guys just to go ahead and make comments. You know, it's all about the engagement. I, I definitely encourage engagement. Say hello. Say what's going on. I'll put your comments on the screen and all that stuff. I see I'm, link, I'm, I'm on YouTube. Let me just make sure I am on LinkedIn. And we're going to get this show started. We're going to get this party started. Let's get this party in here. Um, let's see. Something's not right. But hold on one second. It, you know, it normally kicks in. Five, four. There we go. We kicked in. We're ready to go. But anyway, hey, I'm at the, um, as you can see, this is a Renaissance LAX hotel. I was there for a meeting last Friday, right? So anytime I'm at a, a hotel, I'm going to show off the brand, right? Especially if it's a brand or a hotel that I like. This is one of my favorite. No, I think this is, I'm going to say top two. This is my top two favorite hotels at LAX area, right? Uh, I think it's closer to number one. But no, I love this hotel. So I love showing it off. And I was so glad I had this meeting. TTMA, they had a luncheon. I was there. So every photo or every, every video that I showed during this segment of the show, you will see something about uh, a video, uh, a still picture or whatever, a photo of the Renaissance LAX. Okay. Cause that's how I get down. So anyway, before we get started, I'm going to do the intro like I always do. And we'll be right back. We got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, you know, I was just thinking a little while ago before I get started on the intro, I'm just thinking a, a little while ago, like, you know, I, I hadn't taken a lot of trips this year. That's what I was thinking. Right. But then I looked at it because every year, um, you know, like, like in January or maybe like the last quarter of the, the year. Right. So like like this year, I'm thinking about next year. Right. So last year I was saying, you know, I want to take 10 trips, at least 10 trips. And I was like and I, I was just thinking just a little, little while ago, I don't think I took 10 trips, but I wrote them all down. I did Houston, Nashville, Memphis, New York, Tucson, Connecticut. Well, I'm about to do Connecticut and Rhode Island. OK, so next week, Oakland, San Francisco, Vegas. Uh, I did another country, Ghana, uh, Accra, Ghana. We were there, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, El Paso, Texas. So that's like 10 right there. Right. So I'm there. So if I complete the next two trips, which are next week, um, that will be 10 for the year. Right. So I'm like, I did do 10. I've always for the last three years saying I'm going to do 10. I always come a little short, but I done 10. So there you go. So a lot of different meetings, conferences, things like that. But anyway, let me get started with the intro and I will be back in a minute. So where are we? Where are we? Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. 
We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello, hello, I'm back, I'm back. This is show number 224 on air with Russell of Hotels. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd. I want to welcome the people on the podcast as well. I didn't mention you earlier, but you're there. I know you're there and I appreciate you being there. So um, this is a live hospitality talk show or digital talk show, whatever you want to call it. But it is a traditional podcast as well. So once this is over you know, all this hoopla and the video and all that. I take that audio that, you know, like I'm speaking right now, I take that same audio and upload it to Spotify. So it will be a podcast, but it's not, it won't be a podcast until after I'm done. Right. So give me like an hour. And typically I, I do it pretty quickly if I concentrate on doing it. Right. So, so yeah, so there you go. So that's what we're going to do. So thank you guys so much. The podcast, the people on YouTube, people on LinkedIn as well. Um, Appreciate you. So anyway, so back to what I was saying, this is the, the, the Renaissance LAX. I'm going to give you some spe- uh, specifics or the vitals of this hotel in a minute. What are you, the vitals. What are you talking about? The vitals. This Russell always comes up with some stuff. Before I get to that, I want to just um, thank my brand sponsor. That is the Level Hotel downtown LA on South Olive. Just go, you always want to book direct, right? Always book. I don't care what hotel it is. Always book direct. Direct, 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 whatever. Uh, www.stanglevel.com or just stanglevel.com. I don't know why I throw that www. That, you think I'm old school, right? If you throw it, you know, well, it's w. No, it's stanglevel.com. You ain't got to say all that, okay? Use promo code ROH23. You get that discount. You get the discount that that Russell of Hotels discount, the discount that I would get, right? No, it's not going to be free. It's going to be a discounted rate, okay? It's going to be cheaper than what you can get on your own, and that's what I like, right? So thank you guys so much at the Level Hotel. Craig, specifically, he's the general manager over there. So you check in over there, just say, hey, Russell sent me, okay? You never know what you may get, okay? So there you go. But um, getting back to the Renaissance LAX, okay, moving forward, when I show these hotels, when I do, um, you know, the show on air with Russell of hotels or my other show called, you know, uh, my daily check in that I do the days that I don't do this show, which is, uh, I guess, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, uh, my daily check in. I always show hotels. Right. And I always want to give the vitals of the hotel, the specifics, you know, people, meeting planners or, you know, hotel people or maybe even people that. You know, they book hotels. They just want to know how big the hotel is or what the specifics are about that hotel. Well, Renaissance LAX located on Airport Boulevard, which is off of Century. So Century is where most of the hotels are that leads to LAX, the airport. But um, the Renaissance is on Airport Boulevard. So it's maybe 
uh, I'm going to say a couple of blocks is at north of Century, okay? But airport leads to Century. Make a right, and then you're on Century Boulevard, okay? And then you're going towards the airport. So the specifics of the hotel, how many guest rooms does it have, Russell? 502. How many meeting rooms did it have? Everybody wants to know about the meeting space, right? It has 16 different meeting rooms, and it's made up of, you know, the meeting space has uh, square footage-wise because everything's measured in square feet, right? You want to get, you know, 25 people in there. Well, I don't need that many that much square footage, right? I just need, you know, give me 100 square feet. No, I'm joking. But anyway, it's 12,077. So there you go. So those are the specifics of that hotel. And this is the lobby area. So like I said, every, every uh, photo or um, video that I show during this show on air with Russell of hotels will be of the Renaissance L a X. So once again, make sure you guys make your comments. The comment section is open. So if you make your comments on LinkedIn as well as YouTube, I should be able to see them. Okay. And if I see them, I'm going to put them on the screen. So the whole world can see it. Okay. So let's move forward. So I always have a, a topic, right? And today's topic, you guys may have heard already. I don't know, but boom. What the hell? My hotel person is no longer there. Now what? Okay, so <laughs> this is a situation that happened, right? These things happen, right? And meeting planners or hotel site selection people, you know, they can attest to this or they can understand what I'm talking about. When you book something, right, you have these conversations with, you know, once a meeting, let me back up. Let me, once a meeting is booked, right, uh, you, everything is signed. You, you either sign it or your say your client signs a contract and not everything. Well, it gets turned over to like either like a catering person or a convention services person, right? And then they detail everything. So you have more conversation with them regarding, you know, your meals uh, or, you know, what you're going to select as far as menus, um, when you're going to be checking in and all that kind of stuff, rooming list, payment, all that stuff, you know, they detail the convention or conference services person details all those things. Right. So they're a mixture of a sales, uh, you know, the rooms part and the catering or food and beverage part. Right. So but what happens when you've been talking to this person for like the last 90 days and then all of a sudden you hear they don't tell you the hotel doesn't tell you. Um, you just make a phone call and ask for this person. They say, oh, so and so's no longer here. Like, what the hell? I didn't know that. What, what, was someone going to call and tell me my meeting was is, is in a couple of weeks? What's going on? So so this is what happened. Right. So the topic for today is what the hell my hotel person or my hotel convention services person is no longer there. Now what? So what am I going to do? I'm going to freak out first. Right. And then, you know, after you finish freaking out, then what do you do from there? Well, I have a couple of different steps which you that you can do and things that I did when this situation did happen to me. Well, if, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be writing it down. Right. And then making notes and then start to talk about it, because a lot of things that I talk about on the show are based on my experiences. There's not stuff I just pull out from somewhere, not stuff that someone told me. No, these are things. These are, these are real life things that, you know, actually happen to me. Okay, so I have a couple of them. So bear with me and I'm going to go through them and and read them. So number one, contact the hotel immediately. So if you find out, let me just move this off my head here. I don't know why I put it over there, but um, is it right there? Is that good right there? I guess. So contact the hotel immediately. So once you find out, you need to you need no matter how you found out. Okay, okay, that's besides the point. How did you find? I don't worry about that. 
I need to know who's the next person. Okay, so let me just read this. It can be challenging when a key point of contact at a hotel such as convention services manager you've been working with leaves their position before your event. However, there are steps you can take to ensure a smooth transition and continue planning effectively. Okay, so the end of the world is not there, right? This is not the end of the world. This is just basically these things happen. Unfortunately, within this industry, things do happen, right? People leave for whatever reason, either on their own or they're asked to leave. Okay, so I've been in both situations. So one, contact the hotel immediately. Reach out to the hotel as soon as you learn about the departure of your previous contact. Ask for information about new you know, catering events manager or convention service manager who will be handling your event. So don't get up that phone until you figure out who the heck is going to be taking over for that person that you had, your person, right? And try to have a conversation. If it's a brief dialogue, maybe this person may be overwhelmed with taking over this person's um, uh, files and things like that or accounts or whatever. Under, be under, you know, make sure you, you know, you have some kind of empathy for that. But this is the thing. If your program is coming up in the next week or day or so, you need to expedite the process and they need to expedite the process as well. And a lot of times we're not there, meaning we could be in another city. OK, we can be on the East Coast and we could be living on the East Coast and the meetings on the West Coast. OK, well, if we need to do a Zoom, then you need to do that. Right. So it's not just about the phone call. It's maybe about the Zoom or or a digital call or whatever. So you can see this person, they can see you. And maybe you need to go over documents and all that stuff as well, uh, because a lot of times, you know, you were promised certain things by the previous person. And if you don't have it in writing, guess what? It's hard to prove that. He or she did say, well, we're going to give you this. Or, yeah, we'll set up their registration table for free in the main lobby. You know what I mean? It, well, that's what he said. Well, he's not here, and I don't have it in writing, okay? So anything that you have, make sure you have it in writing, okay? And make sure you keep copies of it. Make sure you keep your own file, okay? I have a, my own CRM system, right? So just like hotels have Delphi or or whatever that Marriott's uh, uh, city that Marriott has, you know, they put all their documentation in there. I have my own CRM. Okay. Sales with Salesforce does the same thing where I put everything, every conversation that I have, every correspondence that I receive, every contract I have, I put it into my CRM, which is Salesforce. And I can, whenever I need that information, I can just bring it up like, okay, wait a minute. I have a copy here. Let me go ahead and, you know, uh, email it to you so we can go through it. All right. So make sure you're, diligent on your part as well. Okay. So if something was promised to you, make sure you have it in writing. Okay. You have to, uh, number, I think I'm on number two. I'm gonna try to get these, do these as quickly as possible. And as you can see, the backdrops are of the hotel. Uh, this was lunch last week during TTMA luncheon. Okay. So of course I took a picture of the I had a salad. Okay, so there you go. I wasn't eating anything but the salad. Number two, introduce yourself to the new manager. Introduce yourself to the new manager. Okay, that that makes sense, right? Once you have the contact information for the new manager, introduce yourself via email or phone, or do a Zoom call after you know at a later at a later time. Express your excitement about the upcoming event and your desire to work together successfully. Be sure to provide background information on the event 
and any relevant documents or notes from your previous interactions. There you go. So make sure you keep great notes about conversation. Make sure you have things in writing. Like I said, if it's in the contract, if it's not in the contract or the addendum or whatever, it, it doesn't exist, right? If they don't have it in their Delphi or their city, they'll say it doesn't exist, okay? But if you have copies and you have, make sure these people initial it or sign off on it. Because once it's signed or initialed, um, they have to basically take it, okay? They have to say, okay, all right, I see it. So-and-so did agree to this, and we got to do it, okay? So, just, But make sure you have that information. You have to have that information. Number three, what does that say? Number three, schedule a meeting. And my chair is just going down. I don't know why my chair is just all of a sudden just, you know, going down a level. I don't know what it is. I may, I may have to adjust it in a minute, but bear with me. Number three is schedule a meeting. Request a meeting with the new manager to discuss the details of the event. This can be in person or, vi- or via video conference call. Didn't I mention that a while ago? So via Zoom, depending on your location and preferences. During the meeting, review your events, requirements, expectations, and any specific arrangements you made. So whatever you, you know, whatever you agreed upon with your, the previous convention services person, you need to make sure you let that person know. But like I said, make sure you have that stuff in writing and be adamant about I need this. My client needs that. OK, so don't take no for an answer for the most part. OK, because you worked hard on this thing. Number four, <laughs> share documentation, share any contracts, agreements, emails and other documentation related to your event with the new manager. This will help them get up to speed quickly and Get up to speed quickly on the specifics of the event and the arrangements that that you've already made. Okay, so the more you share, sharing is caring. Okay, the more you share, the more they're going to get on the right on the same page with you. And then you can move forward with this because your meeting's coming up. Right. You don't have time to be screwing around here. So keep it going. Keep keep it positive and just keep it going. Keep that good vibe. Number five, clarify your needs. Ensure that the new manager understands your events, goals, agenda, catering requirements, room setups, and any uh, special requests. Be open to their input and expertise as they may have, you know, new ideas or new insights. Okay, so that, that's fine. Yeah, as long as they, they're buying off on what you're trying to do as well, maybe they have a different way of doing things, maybe different than the last person, and that's okay. This may work efficiently or may be more efficient or more effective for you. I don't know, but you don't know unless you listen to what they have to say as well as they should listen to what you need to say as well. Uh, Number six. What does that say? Review the timeline, go over the timeline of your event and discuss and discuss any upcoming deadlines Confirm the new manager is aware of important dates and deliverables, especially if it's like next week. Okay. You need to make sure. Okay. Hey, this is where we left off. Okay. We've done all these, but you have to go, you have to catch this person up. Right. So you have to go back over the things that you have already talked with the previous salesperson or catering um, convention services person, but you need to catch them up and let them know, Hey, these are the things that we didn't do yet. We didn't take care of these yet. But just make sure you stay on top of it. So that was, what is that? That was review the timeline. And I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep things going. Number seven, 
ask about changes or improvements. Use this opportunity to ask if there have been any changes or improvements at the hotel since your initial planning. Yeah, have things changed? Have some renovations started that we don't know about that I had no idea that was going to happen? Is the meeting room still there? Did they redo the carpet? You remember that stain that was on the carpet? Well, they said they're going to redo it before the meeting. Did they do that? I mean, you ask those questions. I'm just using that as an example, but didn't that sound good? So, yeah. Use this opportunity to ask if there have been any changes or improvements to the hotel since your initial planning. This might include renovations, updated menus, or new technology offerings. Hey, did you get that new, um, you know, the new laptop that you said you're going to let me use during the presentation? You know, the new projector or whatever the heck it is. Um, Yeah, so those are things. That's an opportunity for you to to catch up on things. Uh, Number eight, discuss communication expectations. Clarify how you prefer to communicate with new manager moving forward. Establish clear lines of communication and expectations for response times. One thing I hate is that, you know, you send you know, information to someone and they don't respond to you. They don't respond. They don't use that, well, by end of the day thing. You know, well, in a my day, not in a your day. I, you know, give me, can you respond to me by five o'clock? Okay, regardless what the time uh, difference is by five o'clock. Okay, so but let people know up front. Hey, this is what I expect. This is what the other person did. I expect the same thing. Okay, especially if this thing is coming up quickly. Okay, so you don't want to be left, um, you know, with things undone. Okay, definitely not. So make sure you discuss communication expectations. Number nine, maintain a positive attitude. Oh, my goodness. A positive attitude after all this stuff has happened? Now they want you to maintain a positive attitude, too? Yes, you do have to do that. While it can be disconcerting um, when a familiar contact leaves, approach the situation with a positive and collaborative mindset. Building a strong working relationship with the new managers is essential for the success of your Event. So it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about them. It's not even about the person that left, right? It's about your client because in my case, it's about the client, right? I'm doing everything to make sure the client doesn't have to deal with all this crap, okay? So that's why I'm involved in it because I'm the one that planned it. I'm the one to put everything in place, right? So at, per, per the request of my client. So I want to make sure he or she walks in and everything is perfect. And it, that, she didn't even know that person's not there anymore, you know what I mean? That's how you want to do it. So, but you can only do that if you if you keep a positive attitude. If you come in there crappy and all that kind of stuff, you know, mad at the world, well, things are gonna go. You think they're bad now? Okay, they're really gonna get worse, worser. Okay. <laughs> so just maintain a positive attitude through this whole thing. And because remember, you may want to rebook, or the client may want to rebook there as well. Okay, so. You you know, just move forward with a this is a new relationship with a new person. This could be your new person, right? That quote unquote this is my person, right? She's taking care of me or he's taking care of me. So that's what you want, right? So um there you go. So maintain the positive attitude. You you have to. You have to do it for the client. Number ten, document agreements in writing after discussing with the new manager, ensure that any agreements Changes or special requests are documented in writing. This helps avoid misunderstandings and serves 
as a reference point. Yeah. So make sure moving forward, uh, just like you did before, hopefully you did that before where you had everything in writing from the previous convention services person as well. So you want to make sure moving forward, things are documented, things are written or signed, initialed or whatever. Okay. So whatever is agreed upon, you make sure you have copies just like he or she has copies. Okay. Put them in your file, just like he or she put them in her file. Okay. So there you go. Number 11, what does that say? Follow up regularly. As the event date approaches, maintain regular communication with the new manager to ensure everything is on track. Address any questions or concerns promptly. Okay, don't wait. Okay, if something comes up, you need to address it immediately. Remember, this thing is coming up. Okay, you don't have time to be screwing around. Okay, so make sure you do that stuff immediately. And I just lost my thing. I don't know. So this is number 12. So it doesn't matter. Number 12, stay flexible. Understand that the new manager may have a different approach or style compared to your previous contact, right? Don't compare people, right? Well, so-and-so did it this way. So-and-so, well, maybe this person came from a different world, okay? And they don't do that. And that's okay as long as they take care of what you need, right? Doesn't matter how they get there as long as they do it. So, but stay flexible, Be open to adapting and collaborating effectively to achieve your event's objective. Doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there, right? Doesn't matter which road you take to get there, but as long as you end up, you know, at the the promised land, that's all that matters, right? And that's all about your client being satisfied, right? So those are things that we need to make sure, right? So, yeah, it can be, it can come across as being, you know, like this is the end of the world. Oh, my God, why does this happen to me? The sky is falling, All that kind of stuff when somebody leaves. But keep in mind that stuff happens. People do leave. People leave. And sometimes they leave. They don't, you don't, you'll never know, right? They leave and you think they're gone. They're on vacation. They never never come back, right? Hey, whatever happened to so-and-so? What? He left or he was asked to leave. You know what I mean? I was wondering why he or she wasn't at my last event. (laughs) So these things do happen. Okay. So. Remember that transitions like this happen in the hospitality industry and maintaining open and proactive communication is the key to a successful outcome. Building a positive relationship with a new convention service manager or whatever manager will help ensure your event goes smoothly. So regardless, whatever happens, happens. You just have to remain positive, you know, have a good attitude, all that kind of stuff, because If it happened once, it'll happen again. So just, you know, just keep lines of of communication open. And this is just a new relationship that you're going to have with someone new, right? And that's okay. It's okay to have new relationships. This person may take care of you better than the previous one. We don't know till we get there, right? But we have to maintain a positive attitude. So there you go. So that's, you know, that was 12, right? And I went through those rather quickly. So um, let's move forward. Three things. I always talk about this, right? And remember, in fact, let me adjust my chair because I don't know if you can see that my head is going down. Let me put my hydraulics up. So, okay. So uh, these are three things I always talk about. 
Be intentional. Make decisions and take action on what's important to you. So whatever is important to you, you make sure you take action. Uh, if that's, you know, doing a show on air with Russell of Hotels where I'm able to showcase not just my brand uh, or my knowledge, or but I'm also able to show showcase a hotel. You know, I can show off a brand. So for the last, how long have we been on this show? For the last 27 minutes and 50 seconds, I've been, you've been seeing photos or videos of the Renaissance LAX, right? So I'm very intentional about that, right? It's not something that just happened. No, I plan this out, right? I go to hotels. I take photos. I take videos with the purpose of showing them to the world. Yeah, the world, not just, you know, me or local people. No, this goes to the world on LinkedIn, on YouTube, and and it never leaves, right? So once it's there, it never leaves, okay? So I'm very intentional about that. So decisions and take action on what's important to you. So whatever's important to you, you make it happen. So doing the show is important to me, right? Having people come on is more is, is important to me. Be you, okay, that's number two. Be you. Always make sure you're you. You're not trying to be someone else, right? I'm not, it's hard enough, I say this all the time, it's hard enough being Russell. I can't be someone else. Or nor do I want to be someone else. And I'm sure no one out there wants to be me. Okay. Just be you. Be, you know, the old cliche, well, just be the best that you, be be the best you that you can be. You know, I ain't saying all that, but I'm saying is just be true to who you are. Okay. Number three, be represented because my representation, I'm saying me, because I'm taking this personal, right? So it's important to me that people, you know, see me and they say, Oh, if he can do that then I can do it, especially the people that look like me, right? They see me and say, oh, this dude can do it, then I can do it because this dude is whack. You know, whatever they say, I don't care. It doesn't matter, okay? I always say good or bad, as long as people are talking about you, that's all that matters, okay? And I heard this thing, I guess it's a rap, it's on a song, a rapper said it. He said, if, if, if you, he said you ain't popping if you don't have any haters, okay? So you're going to have haters, okay? So I'd rather be popping, okay? So... If you put yourself out there, just know this. If you put yourself out there, yeah, you're opening yourself up to whatever, criticism, okay, haters, whatever it is, but that's okay, right? So I made a conscious decision to put myself out there, to be represented, okay, to make sure people like me or people that look like me say, hey, if he could do it, I can do it, okay? That's it. So if it comes with some criticism, okay, so be it. I'm here for it. I got broad shoulders. You see that? Hey. So, I mean, that's okay. All right. It's, it's quite all right. Uh, but like the, the rapper said, if you know, you ain't popping, if, if you don't have any haters. So there you go. That's, that comes with the territory. So that's just how it goes. And you can see, this is another guest or this is a guest room at the Renaissance hotel. I think these are double. I was looking at them and I can't remember those double doubles. It looked like double doubles. Okay. There's double doubles and double queens. Some people are saying double doubles. That's not a hamburger from in and out. <laughs> no, double doubles mean <laughs> there's two, two uh, double, double beds or double queens. These days, if the rooms are big enough, they're replacing the double doubles with double queens. So it'd be two queens instead of the double size beds. Okay. So, but I think these are double doubles because they look like it. I mean, you know, I have to look again on the video cause I, I can't remember. I cannot remember. So what do I do? So, I mean, you guys know I do a, you know, a lot of different things, but hotel site selection is probably 
the biggest thing as far as my brand and my brand helps your brand. So hotel site selection and, and showing off brands, I think they go hand in hand. So if I'm at a property, right. um, If I'm doing a meeting at a property, so I'm showing my client the hotel because they want to do their meeting there or maybe do their meeting there. Um, But it's, it's just as easy to take extra photos and, 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 um, promote that brand as well. Right. So that's what I do. So it's, it's it kind of, to me, it kind of goes hand in hand where, let me just get off of that. It goes hand in hand where I can show off a brand like this and still show my client, you know, this is a viable option for your meeting. Okay. So I do two things, right? So hotel site selection, I help my client find the hotel, but at the same time, when I'm showing them, I'm taking photos, I'm taking videos, and I'm posting these videos because I want other people to see that, okay, Russell is showing his client this. This is a great hotel. He likes it. And you know what I haven't gotten around to doing, and I will be doing this, is evaluating hotels, you know, based on, like, you know, check-in, you know, maybe valet parking or just public parking or cleanliness, um, and that's in the public spaces, you know, check in. How long did it take to check in? Were they nice? Did they greet me? Um, and then once you get to the hotel, cleanliness of the hotel room. Any st- spots or stains on the walls or on the carpet? Anything under the bed? You know what? You'd be amazed. Stuff that can be under a bed that, you know, people, sometimes they don't clean under the bed, right? That's things that I look for all the time. Remember, I started in housekeeping, right? A lot of people don't remember that. But when I go to a hotel, I check that room. As soon as I walk in the door, I'm inspecting it. Like I'm still working as a a, a hotel uh, um, housekeeping manager, right? So I'm looking under the bed to see what's there. I'm checking for dust, especially when there's pictures on the wall. I'm checking, I'm, you know, rubbing my finger along the, the top of a picture frame to see what's going on. I'm looking at the, you see the, um, the shades, the, um, what do they call the lampshades? The seam, all the all lampshades have a seam on it. The seam should never be facing you, okay? It should always be facing the back wall, okay? So you should never, a guest should never see the seam of, of, of the, um, the lampshade. Never, okay? Never. So I make sure if, they, if I see it, I turn it around because that's, you know, that's how I was trained, right? And a lot of times you see and you try to, it can be loose and you want to, you know, tighten the, 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 cause there's a screw that keeps the lampshade on there. Right. So I do all that stuff. Right. You just wouldn't be, you, I go to the bathroom and check the mirrors to see if there's spots on them. You know, the best way to check a mirror to see if it's clean, look at it from the bottom up, not you know, normally you're at eye level. You're looking right. You can't see the spots. If you look down and, and look up, that's when you can see the spots. So look, check your mirrors from the bottom up, not from the top down, but from the bottom up, you'll be able to see the spots if there are any spots at all. Okay. So just so you know, I don't know how I got on that. Right. But that's just what I do when I go to a hotel. So I'm going to start evaluating them soon. Okay. So I'll keep you posted on that. So who's your best brand advocate? Okay. So as you can see that I'm, you know, I'm my best brand advocate. If you're not your best brand advocate, then who's going to be it. Right. People have to see that you're excited about what you do you know, the, the, the hotels you represent or the brand you represent, whatever, whatever that may be, 
they they want to see how excited you are about it, right? Before they become excited, and they're like, "Oh my God, Russell's excited about going to this hotel, so maybe I should check it out because I'm I'm going to be in this city, you know, next month. You know, maybe I'll make a reservation there. You know what I mean? So the more excited you are, people will be excited, right? So I'm excited about. Russell of Hotels, on air with Russell of Hotels, my daily check-in. If I wasn't excited about it, I wouldn't do them every day, okay? I wouldn't be as consistent as I am if I wasn't excited about, you know, show, showcasing a hotel, showcasing a brand, um, talking about my last stay, or talking about the meeting that I just had at, you know, the, the Belmar Hotel or whatever that is, or my meeting at the, um, at the Renaissance LAX, Okay, this is a Renaissance LAX. I just had a meeting there last week. So, you know, those are things that I'm excited about. So, but it's but my brand is my job is to enhance your brand or to be excited about your brand as well. So, if you can't be excited about your brand, I can be excited for you, right? So, but it does start with you. You're your best brand advocate. You should always be your best brand advocate because people want to see the excitement before they buy off on staying at your place, right? They want to buy you before they get to the actual product or the service that you're representing. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. So anyway, what do you do to keep your brand relevant? Okay, well, what do I do? You're asking me? You're t- I'm taking this to personal, right? What do I do? Um, I do on air with Russell of Hotels. That's one thing I do. I do a daily check-in with Russell of Hotels. I post things constantly, right? So I post, I'm doing a daily check-in every day, right? So that's Five days a week that I'm doing a daily check-in. All right, five days a week. What is that? Five times four is twenty. That's twenty times a month that I'm doing it. Right. Um, so there you go. There you go. So I, at at the very minimum, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing things at least twenty times a month. Okay. There's normally thirty days in a month, right? So. I don't do a lot of things over the weekend. I guess that's one thing. I I do still post things, but I don't do lives like I used to on the weekends unless something comes up. But, I mean, that's my own choice. I mean, I need time to myself, right? But during the week, I'm going to blast it, okay? So I'm going to do it as much as I can, not just for me, but for brands that ask me to do it as well. So there you go. But what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? I do Several things, and I just mentioned them. This is one thing. On air with Russell of Hotels is one. Daily check-in is two. And all the postings that I do, that's three. So there you go. How do you increase social media engagement? Okay, I'm big proponent of social media, okay? Definitely a proponent of the engagement, okay? But what do you do? Consistency, okay? I just mentioned that I do something every day, Monday through Friday, okay? That's five days a week, okay? You know, it's 20 times, at least 20 times a month that I'm doing something. So that's consistent. Ask anybody else is doing, is anyone else doing things 20 times a month or this consistent? You know, putting your brand out there 20 times a month? I don't think so. Value. Make sure you're adding value to someone, right? So being consistent, adding value, right? Making sure, you know, people see it. So that's adding value, right? I'm talking you know, about the Renaissance LAX. You know, um, they have, was it 16 meeting rooms? They have over 12,000 square feet of meeting space. They have 502 rooms. Those are things that I'm adding value for that people may not know about. The Renaissance LAX is located a block, two blocks um, north of Century Boulevard, not too far from the airport, has airport shuttle. 
okay, has a restaurant. They even have a pool table, right? They have a couple pool tables you can play pool at. They have a, a nice bar. They have this music area as well, too. So they have a lot of things going on that I just mentioned. So hopefully I'm adding value to that particular hotel. And always book direct. Did you know the Renaissance is a Marriott product, right? So Renaissance is one of the 30-plus brands that Marriott has, right? So Renaissance is one of those. Uh, and I, I typically just like Renaissances. I don't know why, but I just do. But, yeah, consistency, add value, and what else? Be authentic, right? Be you. When you present things, be you, right? So I'm presenting, you know, this was a, like I said, had lunch there. Uh, this is how the table was set. Uh, I just had a salad, though, okay? I don't know what they, I think they had chicken. Well, you know, normally <laughs> normally lunches, they have chicken. They have the same chicken, but di- a different sauce, okay? So there you go. That same chicken with the mystery sauce. What is that sauce? Oh, it's chicken Jerusalem, okay? It's a brown sauce. <laughs> chicken Alfredo is a white sauce. Ah. <laughs> oh. Chicken piccata, okay? You know, everything, you know, chicken is just the sauce, right? Same chicken, different sauce, right? Different color sauce. So, uh, but hey, that, it is what it is. But yeah, I just went with the salad. They did have a, they did have a vegetarian option, but I guess I was supposed to let people know. No one asked me, right? No one asked me when I checked in or registered. They didn't, they didn't give me something and said, hey, do you, you know, if you're a vegetarian here, just give the server this or, you know, so they'll know in the back to make a certain amount. Well, I just asked for it. I said, Hey, um, can you, cause he was going to serve me whatever the chicken. I said, well, I don't eat meat. Um, can you give me the vegetarian option? Well, did you let anybody know that you give them the ticket? I'm like, I didn't know to give them a ticket. Okay. But you know, that's okay. I said, I'm good with the salad. Would you like another salad? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm lettuce out. That's what I told him. I said, I'm lettuce out. Don't worry about it. Sauce it up, R.H. Thank you, Lonnie Wolf. So there's a comment from Lonnie Wolf I will put on there. He said, sauce it up, R.O.H. Russell Votels, that's what it stands for. So, yeah. So what else I talking about? How do I increase social media engagement? So that was, um, I use various platforms too, right? I don't use the same platform. Um, why don't I use the same platform? Because I don't like being canceled. Okay, so I've been canceled before and I've told the story before and I'm not going to regurgitate the story again. But I will say this. Make sure you use multiple platforms. Don't just get caught up and get used to or get too comfortable using just one platform to put out your message, whatever that is. If that's your brand message, if that's, you know, whatever promoting that you do, use multiple platforms because you never know where your um, clients, potential clients or people that roll with you or rock with you or or will always, you know, you know, support you. You don't know where they're going to be, right? So make sure you use various platforms because you may be able to gain some more. You don't you don't know unless you try it, right? Now I use I use YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and I did I say TikTok? Um, YouTube, LinkedIn. I use all those platforms, not all the time, but it's okay to do one, like say do one post and then post it on different platforms. So I do one posting or one whatever video or one photo with um, whatever the, you know, the, the, um, the insert is, whatever it says, you know, 
And I'll post that on multiple platforms, okay? But just one thing, I'll produce one thing and then put it on multiple platforms, okay? So I'm not saying you got to do all of them that I do, but I would say at least do two of them, whatever that is. The two best ones for you, where you're getting the most people, the most engagement, just use two. That's what I would do. But don't just use one. Don't get used to, like, oh, I'm just going to use Instagram. No, I wouldn't do that. And now I'm starting to do more TikTok. I'm getting more, starting to get more engagement. And I don't have a lot of followers on TikTok. I mean less than 100 because I just started, right? Um, but I'm getting a lot of engagement on there. So if I only have, like, 50 people, you know, I'm getting engagement of, you know, from, like, roughly three, 400 people. You know what I mean? So, I think that's good. And it's, and it's not about how many people that you have following you. It's about the engagement. Okay, so just remember that. I don't care what platform it is because you always see, oh, you know, so-and-so has 10 million followers, but then they have, you know, less than a million engagement, you know, less than a million people engage on it. That's not a good percentage, right? So if I got like, you know, 100 million people that follow me and I got less than a million people that actually engage or like what I'm doing, that's not, those are not good percentages. Okay. So look at it like that. Okay. So anyway, um, who's hiring? Who's hiring? Hold on one second. My iPad turned off. He said, I'm tired. What do you, what's take you so long? So who's hiring? Okay. Um, the Mosaic and Maison 140. Those are two hotels that are located next to each other in Beverly Hills. Okay. So they're looking for a general manager. So mo- mo- I can't even speak Mosaic and Maison 140. They're in Beverly Hills. They're looking for a general manager. Uh, and these are greater LA area. The, the postings for jobs that I'm going to mention Marina Del Rey Hotel, they're looking for a sales manager. I love that hotel. It's right on the water. Can't beat it. Uh, it's in Marina Del Rey. That's why they call it the Marina Del Rey Hotel. Courtyard by Marriott and Baldwin Park. They say Los Angeles slash Baldwin Park. No, that's Baldwin Park, okay? It's roughly like 30 minutes, 30 miles outside of L.A. So I don't even know why they put L.A. on it. It's in Baldwin Park, okay? So that's different. It's not in Los Angeles. It's not downtown L.A. It's Baldwin Park, which is still fine, right? Not too far from, like, West Covina. You know where West Covina is? It kind of borders West, Co- West Covina. So they're looking for a director of sales. The Hotel June. Hotel June. They're near, they're in Westchester near LAX, okay, just just north of LAX, okay, on Lincoln Boulevard. So it's on the corner of Lincoln and Manchester in Westchester, um, but it's called the Hotel June. I love that hotel as well. It used to be the Custom Hotel back in the day. And before that, it was the, um, what was it before the Custom? It was called the, gosh, I can't think of it. But if I came up with that name, you'd be like, some people would be like, dang, I, I remember that hotel, Ferrama. It was called the Ferrama. It used to be a, a 900-room hotel it had, like, several towers, right? So when I first got into hotels years ago, it was called the Ferrama. Then they tore down four of the towers and left one, and it was 250 rooms. It became the Custom Hotel, and now it's called the Hotel June. I just gave you some history, gave you a little lesson. Robin says, Robin Coleman says, pull up, let's build. Hey, Robin Coleman, how are you? Thank you so much for joining 
Appreciate you. Like I said, I put the comments on there, real-time comments. As you can see, my chair is moving again, right? So um, um, my head was up here, now it's down. So Robin Coleman, thank you so much for joining. She says, Rockstar, Russell, I would love you to do a check-in regarding Hospitality 2024 podcast, a forecast, excuse me. Please and thanks. <laughs> of course. Let me put that up here again, Ms. Robin. Uh, would love to do a check-in regarding Hospitality 2024 forecasting. Of course. Yeah. Let me know when. Send me a, a in message or whatever on LinkedIn or however we communicate with one another. And, yeah, we'll get, yeah, of course. That's easy. Come on. Give me something hard. Give me give me a hard request. Okay. So, no, Robin has a lot of good information, a lot of good passion for what she does, uh, and I appreciate it. So, no, you let me know um, when you want to do that, and we'll do a daily check-in on that, right? So, did I go through all the job? No, I didn't. Hotel June, they're looking for a director of, director of rooms. Hotel June, they're looking for a director of rooms. The Cambria Hotel in Burbank, they're looking for a sales manager. And the Pierside Hotel, which I had never heard of, is in Santa Monica. They're looking for a front office manager. The Pierside Hotel in Santa Monica. Okay. And Robin, she just laughs. Okay, so no. Yes, you let me know when you want to do it. And just we'll we'll go from there. So thank you very much. Appreciate you and you and um you and Lonnie in the house coming in. Lonnie in the house. So oh okay. So where am I? Three P. So I'm almost done. See, we went through this rather quickly. I'm I was kind of hesitant to to do all those different steps, right? You know, when, you know, when your person leaves kind of thing, because I'm like, that's going to drag out the show. But actually it didn't. Right. So I'm I'm right where I need to be. I may be a couple minutes early. I don't know. We're going to see. But anyway, the three P's, R-O-H, three P's. OK. Oh, I forgot to do. OK, I'm going to. OK, I'm going to do that after this. No, let me. No. Yeah, I'll do it after this. The three P's, purpose, passion, perseverance. Purpose, know why you do what you do. You know how people say, know your why. Uh, I ain't saying all that, but um, know why you do what you do. Okay, whatever that is, on air with Russell of Hotels, I do it because it's a way to put my brand out there. It's a way to, for you to put your brand out there, right? It's a way that you can come on, just like Robin will come on a daily check-in. Lonnie's been on this show, on air with Russell of Hotels. A lot of people have been on the show where they come in and they talk about they talk about what their purpose is. They talk about what they do, how they got in this industry. And, you know, this industry that we love so much, you know, this hospitality thing, right? Um, you know, the energy. You can just feel the energy that they have for what they do, right? If it's housekeeping, if it's front office, if it's training managers, training, you know, line level employees, if, if, if it's being part of the heart of the house or the back of the house or the front of the house, whatever it is, they have a passion for what they do and a purpose. They know why they do what they do. So that's why I do what I do because I want to get people on here. I want to talk about people, other brands. I want to make sure I'm here to promote brands and all that kind of stuff. So I'm here to assist, right? So I'm, I'm a resource. Okay. So, so make sure, you know, like I said, purpose, make sure you know why you do what you do. Okay. Passion, either you have it or you don't. 
And what should you do if you don't have passion for what you do? Do something else. And hold on, excuse me one second. Let me just, I don't know why this thing, it, I don't have a problem with the chair until I start doing the show. And then all of a sudden the chair wants to go down. Okay, like it, hydraulics. Okay, my hydraulics are breaking or something. But um, maybe I'm waiting. Am I waiting? I was just thinking, maybe it's me. Maybe am I gain, have I gained some weight or something? I don't think so. But um, perseverance. Be <laughs> perseverance. Be consistent. Uh, be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up. And swerve when you need to. Okay, so we don't pivot here. We swerve, right? So. Make sure you swerve when you need to. So be consistent, continue to evolve, whatever that means for you. Don't give up, swerve when you need to. Um, let's see. I, I see another comment from Robin. Oh, no, Lonnie Wolf. Lonnie Wolf is in the house. Let's see, what did he say? Uh, 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 have an awesome evening, ROH. Thank you so much, Lonnie. Taco Tuesday. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm going to do today? Um, hospitality cleanliness safety presentation to include guest satisfaction when yes, signing out. Appreciate you, Lonnie. Thank you so much. It's five o'clock. He's out in Florida. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Robin, Miss Coleman is actually in Atlanta. So we got two people from the East coast that are there. Right. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, yeah. Taco Tuesday. Um, I think I'm doing cauliflower. Okay. So, you know, you get a head of cauliflower, slice it off. And I have a air fryer, right? So like so many people do, you know, you season it, put it in the air fryer, let it get that kind of, um, what do you call it? Like a little char to it, gives a different flavor and then chop it up and put it in tacos. Oh my gosh. Woo. Whoo. I even do that for a sandwich, right? So I'll slice it like it'll be like a cauliflower steak, right? So I did this last night, right? So I had these burger buns. I'm like, what am I going to eat with these? You know, I was like, I don't, I was watching the game, right? So when you watch the game, football game, I'm like, I don't want to cook dinner. I just, I just want a burger, right? I want a sandwich or something like that. So I had this head of cauliflower, right? So I sliced it. It was pretty thick, seasoned it, put, put some olive oil on it, put it in the, um, the air fryer, until it got a little charred, and I put it on the bun, you know, with the condiments and all that kind of stuff. Man, was it good, okay? But I, I like cauliflower. Some people are like, oh, that sounds nasty, Russell. Uh, uh, you know, some people will be like, and I threw some fries in there too, right? So the cauliflower and maybe about five to ten fries cooked at the same time, right? So when one was done, they both were done, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I may do that for lunch right now. I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I may do that again. I don't know. But anyway, so purpose, passion, perseverance. Uh, (laughs) Be consistent, continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to, okay? And then uh, let's see. No, that's not it. Oh, can't end it without... You know, not I have to talk about staying level again. Make sure, you know, if you're staying downtown, if you want to, if you're coming downtown L.A., uh, you need a hotel room. Remember, these hotel rooms are the average square footage is 700. Well, for one, two and three bedroom suite, they're 700 square feet. OK, they start off at 700 square feet. They all have. 
They all have balconies. They all have full kitchens. They all have washers and dryers. Okay, so if you're looking for like something for a long term stay, maybe you're going to be there for a week. Maybe you're working on a project. Stayinglevel.com. Okay, use the ROH the code ROH23, and that will get you the rate that I would get. I'm telling you, it's the lick. Okay, you know they say, oh, that's it's lit. You know, it's the lick, right? Not not lit, lick. Right, it's the thing to do. Right, it's the place to go, the place to stay. So uh, you may want to check that out. So, but anyway, so always, you know, if if you have an opportunity to do, you know, digital shows like this or podcasts, um, you know, don't be afraid to put stuff out there. Don't be afraid to be creative. Okay, like I, I made this this thing, this video here, and it has everything that I do on there. As you can see, Russell of Hotels. Hotel site selection, you know, brand show off, hospitality personality. I'm all about non-meat eats, meaning I don't eat meat. So I put those on those little panels with on this on this thing, right? Hotels. I mean, that's what I'm all about. That tells you exactly what I'm all about, right? So I, I've been using this last slide as that, right? Um, I mean, it's just being creative, right? So this allows you to be creative. It allows people that maybe want to promote their brand on your show to be creative as well. You know, I can make up these things for anybody, right? However they want them, I can make them up, right? So, and you want something that's going to stick in somebody's brain, right? Like, oh my God, he put this thing out here and I remember it, right? And that's what you want. So you can be as creative as you want to be. Um, and just remember to follow me on LinkedIn. If you don't follow me on LinkedIn, follow me on LinkedIn. If you don't subscribe to my channel on YouTube, please do that as well. And you can check out my website, which is russellofhotels.com. This was show number 224. I appreciate you guys coming on. I'm like two minutes early. So, um, hey, there we go. So, anyway, um, this will be up forever. So, if you didn't, you know, if you're just now tuning into the, the live portion and, you know, you forgot or you missed some certain things, that's okay. You can go and listen to the replay or watch the replay, which will be here on LinkedIn, YouTube. I'll put it on Facebook. I'll put it on Twitter as well. Okay, so there you go. You guys have a great day. Thank you guys so much for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. We'll see you tomorrow when I do the daily check-in. Until then, peace. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.